Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. When marriage is discussed, it's usually assumed that the conversation is about consenting adults. But it turns out that it's not always the case. In no circumstance are 14-year-old, 15-year-old, 16-year-old girls, they're not able to make this decision. We should not ask them to make that decision or allow them to make that decision. Here in the great state of Michigan, the age limit on marriage is basically zero. It doesn't exist. Did you know that? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. How about we start with a civics lesson combined with a little history? Super exciting, right? But stick with me. In Michigan, 18 is the age limit for marriage. At that age, you can consent to marry as you wish. For those who are 16 and 17, they may wed, but they need the approval of a parent or guardian. Here's the kicker here in the mitten. There's no actual age limit for marriage. An 1897 amendment to Michigan's Marriage License Act of 1887 not only allows for a child of any age to get married if they have the consent of both a parent and a judge, but it also allows for it to happen secretly. So a law that's 125 years old still gives the thumbs up for child marriage here in Michigan. Crazy, huh? It's so appalling. It's, you know, just the first time I heard of it, it was in 18, right? New legislator. And I'm like, are you kidding me? We, we do what? You know, how could we possibly let that go on? And I said, boy, that's, that's crazy. So I, we looked into it a little bit, and that's true. Michigan is a little bit of a wild, wild west when it comes to child marriage. It was very flooring to me that, you know, this even existed in Michigan, even in this day and age. Those were the voices of Michigan lawmakers Rosemary Baer, Graham Filler, and Sylvia Santana. Baer and Santana are both senators and both Democrats, while Filler is a Republican in the state house. But they all have something in common. Their names are on a package of bills that would essentially end child marriage in Michigan. Senator Baer, who represents central Oakland County, tells me the bills have a very direct purpose. Basically, it looks like a lot of bills, but what it is is all the different places in the different parts of our statute that talk about what happens to children under 18. And so each one of the places where there's some kind of restriction or opening for child marriage, it gets closed. So basically what all the bills together do is say nobody can be married under 18. Remember, these marriage laws are well over a century old. Time is a way of making people forget. Filler, who represents parts of Clinton and Gratiot County, says he went into this a lot. I wonder if, like, just general knowledge of some of these more abstract laws or lack thereof when it comes to knowledge is why they still exist. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I've had multiple bills where the entirety of the bill is just me removing archaic language that was written in the 30s and then just sat out there. And until it came up in a case and someone said, hey, what the heck, 
And all of a sudden, you know, we took it off the books and the governor signed the bill. That's actually something I did in the last couple of months. We don't want Michigan to be sort of like a go-to state if you want to marry off a 14-year-old because you're part of a culture. That's not a good thing. I don't support that at all. And I think most Americans, most voters would not support that either. I guess I really only have one question here. Why? Why are young people legally allowed to get married in Michigan with little restrictions? According to Unchained at Last, a group that works to end child marriage, a dozen marriages here in Michigan over the last two decades would have violated the state's laws against statutory rape. So why it's allowed to continue is a mystery for Senator Baer. The resistance is fuzzy and unclear where it's coming from. Obviously, leadership is everything, right? The Republican leadership is not bringing these bills to a vote, but there are Republican sponsors for the bills. Every time we've done anything, it's always bipartisan, bicameral, right? We want to make sure everybody's involved and everybody's in agreement, and yet we can't get them to come for a vote. And I I don't understand it. I, I really don't. I mean, I know that there are places in our state where culturally they feel they're different and they do things differently than they do here in Southeast Michigan. But really, there is no, no good reason to allow this to continue to happen. We know that people are children under 18. They're actually children older than that even, right? So girls under 18, starting at age zero, being married off to adult men. Just astonishing that we can't stop that. Senator Santana, her district includes parts of Detroit, Dearborn, and Melvindale. She says there actually is some room for some limited exceptions. I think one of the biggest hurdles that we're receiving from this package of legislation is that military is not excluded from this. So essentially, if somebody wants to go off and get married and they're going to be deployed or they're active duty and they're marrying someone that's underage, this does not give them that exclusion. And so that's one of the reasons why there's some opposition to this. But, you know, definitely, I think we have to take all of that into consideration. And so hopefully, as this bill package moves forward, we can, you know, make some of those concessions. But I do believe that there are circumstances where people are deployed and maybe they're married to a minor and then that minor is in school or, or something happens to the active duty member, maybe they lose their life. And then it's, it's a hurdle for our army and our servicemen and women. And so I think there's a lot that we need to take in consideration, especially on that front. But I think that's where we're receiving a lot of the opposition from this particular bill package is not that exclusivity for military. I guess the word there is nuance. Even in these situations, there is some need for nuance. Here is Representative Filler again. You're not an adult until 18, right? But there are individuals who are uh, 16 and they become essentially legal adults. They get uncoupled from their parents. And can they get married, right? They're mature. The court has declared them, you know, sort of on their own. So there's these situations that come with just saying 18 years old and you can't get married underneath that. And I think that's why it slowed down. So I guess I look forward to conversations but it just hasn't gotten through yet. I've seen some groups come in and say, well, we want to work on this bill. Okay, great. Well, let's work on the bill, but let's talk about exceptions. Nope, we won't talk about exceptions. Well, then you're not actually interested in being nuanced and working on this bill. I mean, there's a saying in Lansing, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. If you can get 80% of a bill, get it. Move the state forward. Move your process forward. (laughs) 
It's not like anybody's asking why 18. 18 years old in this country is not an arbitrary number. I mean, Senator Santana is right when she says that is the age that is standard for adulthood. Most activities for young adults start at 18. You're able to be independent and on your own at 18, uh, apply for different support services through the state at 18. And, you know, you're able to apply for college and everything else at 18. And so I still believe that at least at 18, they do have a lot more ability to have their rights protected versus what we currently see today with young women or men being married off at a lower age. And so I think that's something that we really have to take in consideration. A similar package of bills stalled in the state legislature in 2018 and in 2020. So what odds come with the new package? Santana, she's optimistic. The introduction has been done. We have a bipartisan group of individuals who want to push these laws forward to make sure that we are protecting the rights of those minors. It's still something that's very relevant. This is an issue because essentially the parents, the judges are making these decisions on behalf of the children or the minors who have no say in their own personal rights. Anything that is protecting the rights of individuals, we need to move forward on. So I'm hoping that we can accelerate this package. It obviously has been introduced in several other legislative cycles. We are on a short timeline, obviously, being that we're in August now and September, and we're in the political cycle. However, I'm hoping that we can make some progress on this package of bills before we end this session in this term. At the end of the day, none of this matters for Senator Baer. She sees a need for urgency in these bills. She says the lives of young children are at stake because laws like the ones on the books are leaving them voiceless. In no circumstance are 14-year-old, 15-year-old, 16-year-old girls, they're not able to make this decision. I mean, it is so easy for people to be dissuaded as it is. They should not be able to make that decision, and we should not ask them to make that decision or allow them to make that decision. And a lot of times what happens is parents are making that decision. And that's a huge problem. And that's what we need the law for more than anything. You know, parents who either simply happy to have one less child on the books, right? There's more people to feed. Other times, maybe that girl has been raped or there's been incest. And they firmly believe that the girl is better off, this child is better off being married to the rapist. And when we know almost all of those marriages end in failure, they end in divorce. Eventually, those girls grow into women and are able to make a decision, and then they leave them, of course. I mean, the problem is when you are under 18, you have no legal protections. So the parents can allow you or even push those girls into being married, and the law won't support the girls. They'll see them as runaways if they try to go to the shelters. They have no place to go. The law as is may be fine if it truly were just a bunch of 16 and 17-year-old kids marrying each other. Is that the best idea? Probably not, but it seems fine. That said, in the last 20 years, over 5,000 children have legally wed in Michigan, and 95% of those, 95% of those marriages were teenage girls marrying adult men. If a law on the books cuts out a loophole for statutory rape, maybe it's time for that law to go. Thank you much to Rosemary Bear, Graham Filler, and Sylvia Santana for their time today. This podcast would not be possible without the work of our digital team. Check out wwjnewsradio.com for local news on demand 24-7, including the latest from Lansing. Do you have questions, comments, or concerns about the Daily J? We want to hear them. 
Drop us an email at dailyj at odyssey.com. That's dailyj at audacy.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 